hello everyone and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast, we celebrate that Jeep life and everything that goes along with it. I'm Jeep and Terry, one of your hosts, and I'm joined as always by my good friend, Breaky Billy. What's going on, man? And I'm not just living my best life. It's um, best I can do, you know? Yeah, that's, that is. So, uh, what'd you do jeeping this week? Oh my God. All right. So I, <laughs> there was, well, I, you know, Jeep Beach yeah. was happening right. down in Daytona. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had a lot of friends down there posting all their yeah. pictures and cool I had stuff. real, real bad case of FOMO. Mm, I hear you, man. Um, perhaps we can talk to, you know, Alpine or one of our other partners <laughs> to get us down there next year. Uh, as I would have much rather been down there would, in the I warmth than up here in the yep, rain. Absolutely agree with that. Sitting on a beach, you know, with my Jeep hanging out. Yeah. I'd much rather been there. <laughs> I, I don't care if we did anything. Just, yep, just sit, sit on the beach with my Jeep. <laughs> toes in the sand yep. and, and be happy with that. Absolutely. No, but it, it looked killer and I appreciate all the, the, um, the, the goodies, mm-hmm. um, that were shown yeah, there. there was some pretty cool stuff that I saw on the Instagrams and the Facebooks. Um, one of the biggest, coolest things that I saw was the Falcon coilovers. Oh, oh, I miss those. Yeah. So Terraflex yep. came out with their Falcon 3.3s with the adjustable shocks and everything yeah, yeah. like that. And, you know, they have the ADAP system and uh, loads of different stuff. But at the show, I was watching um, Rebel Off-Road, and they were getting a full lowdown from oh, yeah. um, Matt, one of their sales guys. Oh, nice. And it was a coilover, adjustable shock, 3.3 craziness, amazing, yeah. gorgeous, all-in-one package. Nice. I mean, I, you know, that's Terraflex guys at Falcon. It, they've got the dial-it-in, tune-it-up. Yep. Up, yep. Locked in. I mean, they're the the champs yeah. at that, really. And then to throw a a coil over <laughs> it, with it, uh, uh, now the, 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 the drooling. Yeah, all right, Santa Claus, if you're listening, yeah, uh, that's what I, I won't. I'll still, bel- I'll still believe in you, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> they show up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I do wish I was there. You know, it, it was cool. I got to see you know the Rev Kit guys following mm-hmm. them and everything they were doing. You know, and then a lot of the outrageous kind of the Jeeps down there. Dude, huge shout out to uh, Marvin's new paint job. Oh, yeah. Look good, huh? By the way, that look thing good. is freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, and they won second place in the... Um, oh, I didn't see that. Not a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a great category. But still. Yeah. Still a Jeep, but not a Wrangler. Yeah, congratulations to Taking those guys. Place. Yeah. I, Marvin's such a nice Crazy. guy. Crazy. So his... A buddy of his um, over in Germany came over, and he is an awesome graffiti artist over yeah, there, and yeah. he works on different stuff. Um, and it's the it's this new trend of graffiti car painting where they use markers and spray paint. And, yeah, yeah, and make it like cartoon like in the and Jeepster looks pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, I it's one of those things where I'm ready to see it out in the trail to see how it looks. On the trail, is it going to be it's too a real busy? Retro, yeah. like yeah. I think it's it's clean. It's yeah. it's really nice, and it accents all the you know the dents and the, <laughs> the patina and everything. <laughs> right, like that. that that's a good way to say the yeah. patina. Uh, so congratulations to Marvin and and those folks. That's awesome. I 
got to watch um, my, our friends at Armor Light. Yep. Uh, the good, good friends of ours. Um, but I know that there were several listeners that bought Armor Lights Armor down Light there? While, while they were down there. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So we, you know, we, we do our best, even when we're not attending a show, to, to get the word out there. Absolutely. You know, people texting me, hey, is this, is this a good price for this? <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's a uh-huh. show price. It's yeah. a show price. You're not getting that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, go get it. Um, matter of fact, it's pretty much the same discount that we get yep. through, through them. So our thanks to them for being a partner of the the. Um, podcasts you can you can get all your armor light stuff full system jeep life podcast 10 at their website goarmorlight.com tj lj jk jl jluee yep yep um gladiator and yeah yeah so and if you have a 392 you only get the regular jl right um and if you have a diesel you don't need anything special so go buy your armor light. Go buy it's it. Worth every penny. Oh my god! The heat reduction, the noise reduction, the ability to just drain out your floors. I mean, I know some jails have it, but like this is just better. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the, the kids TJ night and day difference in yeah, the acoustics. Absolutely. Uh, night and day. So that uh, that's awesome. My TJ heat night yeah. and day <laughs> right. heat. Yeah. I mean, I'm not using it for the other. You know, a lot of the other benefits too, but like the heat reduction is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. What else did I do this week? Oh, I, I changed out the thermostat. Mm-hmm. In, How um, did that go? In the JK. I went really well. Yep. Um, it's really simple. Except for the thing. phone call that I received. Yeah. Well, it was, it was so funny because, you know, the kid <laughs> and I are out there. We do, we do the repair. We do the swap out. And of course you got to, you know, add the, the coolant and then bleed it. Yep. And I borrowed burp, your, burp the system. your yeah. funnel burper system thingy. Um, and it has a lot of pieces. The big funnel, you know where that goes. It's a, it's a universal adapter funnel that you know sits on top of the radiator, and you have all the different caps and all the different little adapters that yes. go in. Yes, yes. And the rubber gaskets. And, and we probably spent 25 minutes before I made the phone call to you. Yep. And the, the kid and I are getting you know super frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, she's, she's trying everything, you know, Good honor for trying mm-hmm. everything, but then she's trying everything that I just tried, and I'm like, uh, "That's not going to work." And she's like, "I'm going to try it anyway." And you know, and, <laughs> and then I get the phone call, and then you get ring, a phone ring, call. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, man, um, uh, this thing isn't working. Do you know what what combination? You need? No, Terry. I do this every single time with this product. I sit there for a half hour cursing this, that, and the other thing at this funnel that like a monkey can figure out. (laughs) And every time we're still the same place, it takes me a half hour to figure out what's the proper combination. So that was very comforting. (laughs) It was, it was one of those things where I had you on speaker. So, so Lexi heard it and I heard it and it was like, all right, that's cool. That makes me feel better. I'm not- <laughs> Every time it's a half hour. Then finally, the last combination of the last time of the yep. last, I'm giving up on this and taking it to a shop. It works. Well, that that's where we were. We, I got <laughs> off the phone with you and I'm like, all right, just look at the pieces and look to see which one would fit the most logically. Yep. And I picked up the three pieces and it just magically worked. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally yeah, tried every combination, included the stupid little 
radiator cap that I knew wouldn't fit. You got to try But it. I put it on top of it just. It's like process of elimination. Yes. You got to go through every single one. Oh, Dave, that's a brilliant idea. He marked his with a Sharpie. I'm not that smart. Or, <laughs> or just take the three components and throw everything else out. <laughs> if you need it for another vehicle, go buy another one because they're not that expensive. I know, but still. <laughs> mark it with a Sharpie. God damn, it's brilliant. What? Why didn't you mark it, Terry? Uh, now, have, we'll never know now. It, you used it last now. All right, yeah, so blame it on me the next time. Yep. That's not the only automobile repair stuff that I did this week. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> somebody in my family drove over a wrench. Freaking wrench. A box-in wrench. Uh, and the, the other end was the box-in. What was sticking out was the open end. <laughs> I, I don't remember the size. Uh, it was probably a 10 millimeter. Everybody's yep. looking for it. I found it. Yep. Um, and a tire. And so I'm like, well, just call AAA. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I bet I could do a tire repair before AAA can get here. Yep. And so I grab my my um handy dandy, handy dandy power tank tire repair kit, yep. ultra dultra, everything in the sorts. Yeah. And pulled it out, two two plugs in. Yep. Take it to the the tire place, get four brand new tires. Oh. Yeah, four. Oh. Yeah, that was the pisser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah, I was I was not but it was it was one of the things I was so excited that I actually got to use uh, uh, the last time my my Jeep ran over a tool, it was a half of a <laughs> of a You run over the channel lock. shit. Uh, and it took nine plugs, but we used somebody <laughs> else's kit for that. Yeah, my kit. Was it yours? Yeah. Um, but it took nine plugs to plug that one with air. And this one, two, and it was good. Uh, so we are got those replaced. Everybody's good. Everything's good. Uh, so, again, that power tank came in handy. And, yeah, filled, filled it up with the air. Everything's golden. Cracks me up. I love having my tools. Yeah, I do, too. It's it's great because you usually use them, <laughs> right? True, true. Uh, so. You missed Jeeps and Java today. I know. I, I so why everybody's down on like Jeep Beach, hanging out, doing this and that. I'm in the garage. Yeah, yeah. You're you're doing the work. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. big I, red is I, bigger I, red. <laughs> big red got it bigger and has a f- complete Bluetooth front end right now. Yes. It is, there is nothing there. Nothing there. It's um, under the cloak of invisibility for yes, all you Howard. Yes, how- it is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on in my world. I am completely redoing the suspension, um, gears, axles, this, that, and the ever, everything, yep, everything, everything, control arms, uh, coilovers. That's awesome. Did I mention coilovers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cause you've already done the rears and that, <laughs> yeah. So now you, you had now to do the, the front. Front is, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be crazy. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it finished. Got two weeks to, to figure it out. I I'm, like I'm a putting week. a deadline. I got <laughs> like a week. I want to get it done. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Because you I can't do anything it. else in your I garage while that's done. in there. <laughs> you can't pull it out. No, I can't. <laughs> all right. Well, coming up later on the episode, we're going to talk all recovery gear, recovery gear, recovery gear, recovery gear. Lots of recovery gear. Yeah. 
we we started a, a new series. Yep. And it was what does this button do? Yep. And I kind of expanded that to light as well. What does this button slash, slash light, light do? Do or indicate? Yeah. So tonight we're going to focus in on the TPMS sensors, which isn't necessarily, well, you're talking about the light that shows light. up on your yeah. dash yep. when your tires are low. Yeah. Which is basically two parentheses with an exclamation point in the middle. All right. That's, that's what it is. Is that it's, what it is? It's yeah. two parentheses with an exclamation point yep. in the middle. I, the exclamation point might be upside down. I, I don't It's not Spanish. No, I don't, I don't remember. Know. Either way. It tells you that your tire's flat <laughs> or you have low pressure. Yeah. Found that out this week. Yeah. So that's what it means. That's what it yeah. does. Um, so in your vehicle, there is a pressure, air pressure sensor in each one of your tires that communicates with the vehicle and tells it what the pressure is in said vehicle. So Usually, um, the newer Jeeps have them, they're calibrated to each tire. So as you move the tire around, it communicates with the vehicle that way. And you can, uh, the, the pressure will change to each corner. Um, they're a little bit more high tech and they put a sensor in the actual wheel well, um, for that. And then you can also change your thresholds of your pressure. Say you're going to a different size tire and you discover that say, 33 PSI is a yeah. little bit better to run. You get a flatter tread. Um, we can talk about that another time of chalk testing your tires to make sure oh, you get yeah, proper yeah. tread engagement on the, on the road. But as you do that, you're going to want to reset your pressure on your TPMI sensors because your threshold is going to change. And if you don't do that, you're going to just run around with your little light on all day long. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so... If if you have some sort of weather environment can affect that because, um, yep. you know, barometric pressure and everything changes. Um, temperature can temperature. affect it sometimes if there's great swings in temperature. Yep. Um, and if you're right at the threshold, you might be jumping between that like 32, 33. Yep. And that can cause the light to go on. Um, also, that light just means any mal malfunction in the system as well. Mm -hmm. So say if one of the batteries dies in the tires um in the the pressure sensor it's going to flash usually yep. at you and tell you that hey something else is wrong not just low low pressure yeah so newer vehicles like the jls and jt's and um the newer jk's have actual readout in the dash that'll tell you what each some pressure do, is some don't um so mine does i know all the all the jls and jt's yes. do um, I think that was a requirement by law, I think. My uh, JK does not. Your JK doesn't? Nope. Uh, one thing that mine's better than yours at. Only one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Good luck. <laughs> uh, but it, you, you could check individual tire pressure um, with that. When you're airing down, once you, you know, going, going off-roading, that, that sensor's going to come on. Yes. It's just going to stay on until you air back up. Mm -hmm. um, it can come on immediately after you air up. I mean, so you, it could yeah. reset itself without having to roll the wheels at all. And I think that depends on where the sensor is in the wheel. Um, but it, it may take a couple minutes or a couple miles for it to yeah. accept the right um, uh, amount of air in there as mm -hmm. well. So if you have that, look a little, it, it, it's, a, it's a reason if it comes on, it's a reason to look a little bit deeper. Yep. If you know that you just aired down your tires, then 
it's just reminding you that you need to air them back up before you get back on the highway. Um, if you run over, say, a wrench and your it, <laughs> pressure that, drops yeah. to zero, it's sometimes come that on. causes them to flash too. Like it'll be like, oh, you lost a significant amount of pressure quickly. Quickly. Yeah. It could do that. Yep. Oh, with, with mine, when I ran over that, um, channel that lock, channel lock, it actually came on and then the L- the LED or else, no, the LED little area came up and you could just watch the, the pressure go down. So there, there are multiple components to that. So if you have questions about that, um, research it, email us, let us know. Hopefully that helps you out understanding what the TPMS sensors do. You can use like a taser or some other kind of um, thing scan to tool scan device. tool to change the the, the threshold the thresholds. Yep. Um, you can also have them turned off. Yep. Um, like uh, there were a set of wheels that I purchased used way back when, and they didn't have sensors in them, and the light being on was annoying. So you can turn the so I turn the, turn the system off the system off, yes. and then when I got will not pass inspection with that system turned off though. Nope, nope, not anymore. Yep. Cool. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, man. Brought in some wisdom there, buddy. I appreciate it. A little bit. A little bit. That's all we need. A little bit. Um. It in uh, the information part, it was great. I as I, I saw a couple listeners actually come up to me. At the at the Jeeps and Java today, yeah. you know, soaked, raining, it was nasty. Everybody's out. It was a great time, <clears throat> uh, but they came up and thanked me for all the information that we we give. Sometimes I forget that we we I, I like to call it edutainment. It um, is edutainment or you know infotainment, mm-hmm. but it, it's sometimes I forget that we can actually impact one listener or more you know, with with the little tidbits that we throw out there. Heck yeah! So. That's cool, and I like that this is a new segment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it a lot. Yep. Hey, we have events. Do we have events? I think so. Yeah, there's some coming up. There are. May sixth, Evolution Jeep Alliance. If you want to come ride along with me and have me as your guide out on the trail, sign up for my trail guide at Evolution Jeep Alliance. Um, recovery for recovery a cause. Recovery for a cause. Yeah. Good, 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 good event. Great event. Yep. Good people at EJA, um, and you know it's a good cause. Great yep. cause. So that event benefits Project Sanctuary, which is an organization that helps veterans as they return to everyday life and some of the other needs that they have when they come back from service yep. and their families. It's a big deal. So, Let's do what we can. Yeah. Last year, they raised over $20,000. Yeah, it was a ridiculous amount. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yep. And it really goes to a great cause. Then May 20th is the National Go Topless Day, put on by Barricade Off-Road. And we're going to be hanging out with the Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania up at uh, Mountain View Winery Brewery Distillery in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. We're going to be doing a ride from the Lehigh Valley all the way up into the mountains and... Maybe a couple dirt roads and some left turns and some right turns, and we'll end up at a brewery. Yeah. Distillery, winery. <clears throat> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to get into that show season starting yep. soon in the Northeast, yep. and that is June 7th to the 11th Bantam Jeep Festival in 
Butler, Pennsylvania. Yeah, so I have we have to do an, an update and a, a housekeeping item. It's only 12 years old. 12? 12. 12, I think. This is the 12th anniversary. Wow. Um, it started in um, 2011. I think they've had other celebrations in Bantam, but this particular show gotcha. is 12 years old because it is... It's a Bantam Jeep Heritage um, Festival, Jeep Heritage Festival, which you know basically honors the yep. the birthplace of of Jeeps um, in Bantam, and it's really cool. They do. They also have a really big um, military yes encampment. section yep. encampment, which is awesome, and that's why it's called the Heritage yep. Festival is because of this large encampment that they have where the guys are camping out. They bring all their awesome gear and everything else that is Willis and Jeep related. Yep. And so, yeah, really cool. It is cool. And I, that's, I, they do, um, just the flag ceremonies and everything that's, it's great. And then they do have an off-road course and true guided rides as yep. well in the area. Yes. So it's something, if you're if you're looking to kind of <clears throat> dip your toe into off-roading, that might be a good place to go. Absolutely. And then we're getting into July 14th to the 16th is the New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, New Jersey. Yeah. And that's going to be an amazing time in Wildwood, hanging out with all of our friends, all of our great partners down there. We're not going to be showing a booth, but we're going to be hanging out yeah. on the beach. Well, I won't be there, unfortunately. Okay. I, I think I'm out of town. Gotcha. It's a bummer. Um, but it... it because I've, I've enjoyed it. I love going down there. Great time. Being on the beach, doing jeepy things. And Heck yeah. I can't complain at all. And then usually the monkey butler uh, something comes out at night. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Only comes out at night. Don't feed them after 10 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, or you need to feed them after 10. <laughs> <laughs> true. He gets true. hungry. If you or your Jeep club knows of an event that needs to be on our list, send it in. Yeah. Info at jeeplifepodcast.com. That's the best thing to do is just send that in for us. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the main topic. Yeah. And we're talking all things recovery. So when you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, you're going to have to grab this. Yeah. Or if you're in a soft place. Or a super soupy place. Soupy. Soupy. Yeah. You might, you might need some recovery gear. And I do recommend... Some of this gear. Some. I actually, not, I super expanded on this list real quick. As you, <laughs> that, That's funny. After I sent it to you, I did the same thing. So, <laughs> I expanded on it a little bit as well. All right. So I want to start this off by the most important part of your recovery gear. Ready? Yep. The bag. Oh, you're going to go with the bag is the most important. Yeah. All right. The recovery bag itself is the most important part of a recovery gear setup because it keeps it all in one place. Yeah. It keeps it neat and organized and clean when you are in that hard situation. Ideally, you want something that's quick. It's easy. It's got good handles or straps yeah. to grab it yeah. by. Recovery gear is heavy, so you want mm. a sturdy, heavy-duty bag. Um, I mean, there are some great bags out there. The rescue branded bags just came out and hit from Quadratech and great 
great bags, awesome backpack version, tool bag version. Um, the ARB bag is really nice. Um, you can check that out on all Quadratech's website as well. The Warren backpack. The Warren backpack. So like, it's important to have a good quality bag that's going to hold up if, you know, for example, sometimes it might be a good idea to have it be waterproof Mm. as well or Mm. water resistant. So keeps your stuff dry and unfortunately sometimes you get into those wet wet situations that uh yeah it's a little deeper than you thought so you started out with bags and i think it's great that you have a place to organize yep. and i think the bag is the best place you know not just a tote in the back no. um, because it's hard to maneuver that tote mm-hmm. where if you can just grab the bag and run to wherever the yes. the recovery is needed um, but I'm going to go something a little bit further as a more important thing. The vehicle needs tow points. Okay. And most modern Jeeps have those. Yes. So from the factory, I am 95% sure, like as far back as you can go, Jeeps have always had a tow point. Remember that XJ that didn't have a tow point? <laughs> Wranglers. We're, we're a good friend. Wranglers. <laughs> Matt had to he go. He cut it off. Uh, why would you do that? Let's not talk about it. All right, so recovery points. Recovery point, you need a tow hook, front, rear. Front, rear. Whether they have, they sell aftermarket attachment points that you can put yes. on your frame that yes. are very sturdy and good. Yep. Um, but yeah, you need a solid point to be able to recover off of. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Or a winch or a bumper or something of this, or winch bumper yep. or some, all the above. All the above. So, all right. Things that go into the bag. Into the bag. All right. We're going to talk about toe straps. So you, right. you yeah. want a solid toe strap, um, ideally three to four inch wide. That is going to be a thirty to 40,000 pound toe strap. Um, you want to make sure it's in good working order. Uh, inspect your, your recovery gear every so often. Make sure there's no rips, tears, um, distressed material, super faded material mm-hmm. also means that it's been out in the weather or something of the sort. Um, don't ever put your vehicle in a bad situation that, you know, or somebody else in a bad situation where you're recovering, but you're going to have to use a toe strap. Ideally, you want it to be like 20 to 30 feet long. Yep. Um, give a good distance between you and that other vehicle. Ideally, if it's 30 feet, you can, du- you can double it up and that creates a triangle. So it's a better yep. uh, towing in, you know, load distribution. Then you can do a 15 foot. It, it's, you know, give yourself options. Also, you might want to have more than one. I think right now I have two in my yep. in my vehicle. Yeah, I I think you're right. Toe strap is uh, uh, you, you need recovery points. You need a bag, but if nothing else, a toe strap. Mm-hmm. You never know when you need it for any just about anything. anything. In, in, I I literally have seen people hold axles together. <laughs> you know, let's, it's let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> Uh, now there, there are all sorts of little components like D ring, what's commonly known as a D ring, um, which actually the real name for it is a screw pin anchor shackle. Interesting. Um, That sounds fancy. It does sound fancy (laughs) at, or substitute soft shackles. Correct. I would recommend having both yes. in your in your kit. I would agree with that. Um, I love the flexibility that you have with soft so, shackle. 
Um, it's not even that I would recommend that you have both. It's I'm going to say you need to have both in your in your yep. setup because hear me out. Um, all bumpers have they're set up to accept a D ring. You know that's the standard, that's standard yep. um, out there. However, if you are going to put a soft shackle through that D ring mount, it will never hold up. No, nah, it was. You're gonna start sharp. Te- you're gonna start tearing fibers. Yep. So you need to put a D ring on the bumper first, and then hook a soft shackle to the D ring. Yep. The D ring is going to hold. Yep. All good. Yep. Put the soft shackle on there. It is a safety. It's your fuse. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I, I, I love a soft shackle, but it because of how long I've been doing it. Otherwise. I think that metal D ring is, is kind of my go-to to to grab first. Yeah. That's my first instinct because Mm -hmm. of that, because soft shackle doesn't work well with sharp objects. Correct. At all. Yep. doesn't matter which end it's on. Yep. Um, but you know, the D ring, boom, done. Uh, make sure that you're not side, um, pulling on those because that is, they don't pull this. They don't pull apart. Yeah. Yeah. That's their weak point. Cause it's just small threads and yep. the threads are not there to keep the, the, the circular it's there to mount it to whatever Correct. you're doing. So if you start putting energy Keeps on the pin that in place, it doesn't hold right. load. Right. Yep. There you go. That's the right way to say that. Um, another really crucial, important part that you want to have in your bag is a tree saver or two tree savers. Um, you know, it is not good to win, to grab your winch line and just throw it around a tree and, and winch on it. No. It's going to destroy the bark. It's yep. going to destroy the tree, and eventually it's going to kill the tree. Yep. So use a tree saver, wrap it around twice, take up the slack, put a D-ring on it, hook to the D-ring. It's a lot safer. Yep. It's better for the environment and everything around. Yeah, it, it also just putting that kind of distress on the rope against the tree. Yeah. That's, that's those, the bark itself can actually hurt the fibers of a, of a synthetic, synthetic line. line. It's still maybe not so much, but right, but you're going to cut into that tree and there's yep, no reason to do that. For sure. And uh, tree savers are generally cheap or included with now all these components that we're talking about, most of them come in a kit. So if you're out there looking for a full kit, yes, most of the stuff is going to come with one item of each one in the kit. And then you can add to it, which Mm -hmm. I I literally, I think I have two and a half to three kits full of stuff in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, another important part to have in your arsenal is a snatch block or a snatch ring. Yes. So snatch rings are starting to come, become more and more popular. It is a, usually billet aluminum ring that has a groove that your winch line would go through similar to a snatch block. Um, and then it uses a soft shackle that goes through the center of the ring and you, um, use a soft shackle as your pivot point or your center pin. Yep. So what is snatch block slash, um, snatch ring? It's nothing more than a pulley. It's glorified pulley. And then when you put physics into that, Putting a pulley in the middle of not only changes the angle, but it also increases the the pulling power. Correct. It doubles your pulling power every time, every loop you make. Yep. So, and then also there's some things that you, you know, you definitely want to know your, do your research before you're using a snatch block. But 
Um, so each side of the line going out and back yep. holds half of the weight. And then at the snatch block takes that full brunt. And then anything that goes past that snatch block is taking the full weight of. Yes. The, so make sure your tree saver is rated, rated. to yep. double the amount of your pulling power. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, and now every, every time you go and buy one of these pieces of equipment, they will always list the, pu- the, the, the working pu- load limit and, and the brake. max brake strength. Yes. Yep. Usually. If it doesn't, don't buy it. True. And, I mean, it's, it's plain and yeah. simple. If you don't know the information. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Yep. Because the recovery, recovery gear is great to have. But if things go wrong with said recovery mm-hmm. gear, it can be hazardous and dangerous. So make sure you know what you're doing before mm-hmm. you do it. Throw a pair of work gloves yeah, into, your, into your kit. And so I have a, p- a pair of gloves in the kit, and then I have a pair of gloves that I have in the back of the Jeep that I do all the work before I go out and when I come yeah. back. So that way I don't have to look for those gloves. Mm-hmm. You just throw your gloves in your kit, and you always have a pair of gloves there. Absolutely. Handling steel cable... You need it. You cut yourself, whatever. Even with even with synthetic line, it can start to fray, and those mm-hmm. those fibers go into your hand. Yeah, yeah. I would, and I would much rather a snatch block grab a glove than a finger. Yep. Or you know any component of absolutely of the recovery gear. So get some good gloves. Keep them in there. Next on the list, I would have to say is a winch line extension. Oh, an extension. An extension. I like that. It's a little bit different than a strap or a rope, yep. but it's just extra set. It's an, an extension of line to go yep. onto your winch. All right. So with that, it is not a kinetic nope. element. It is a static element static that loading. just extends what you already have. Correct. Because um, I, I put down... Um, a kinetic rope. Correct. Which kinetic ropes are awesome. Um, they're kind of, they're becoming more and more popular. Yep. Um, so it uses the kinetic power or the um, potential kinetic power of a vehicle. It stretches out this rope and then as it stretches, it builds your pulling capacity. Yep. And then it, it's the design to like pop somebody out of the mud or something right, like right. that. Right, right. Because sometimes <laughs> mud extractions or even sand extractions creates a vacuum. Yep. So and you break it really quick got, and then once yep. they're out, they're out. Right, exactly. And, and a kinetic rope. So we just threw that on the list mm-hmm. too. Um, and then uh, something else, when you're winching, you want to p- always have something on your winch line as you're, yes. you're winching. So you want to use a winch line damper. And they're, they're you know, originally using on steel cable, I would still recommend to do it on oh, yeah. um, synthetic, even though synthetic, because of the way energy is released on it, it should drop straight down, So, but who knows? I've broken a few kinetic lines. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. They do shoot back, yeah. but they usually shoot back in a straight, in a straight line. Yeah. It's like taking a rubber band, stretching it out, and releasing it, and it's going to go right back into your fingers, yeah. which in, in the grand scheme of things, usually is your winch plate. So- and it's it's soft. It's soft rope. Yep. You know, if it's not gonna hurt if if it does I know. Yeah, but if something goes wrong and you've got a a, a D shackle or on, on, oh, the, on end the end of, end of it, it and yeah. it snaps and heads back, who knows where that's gonna go. Yeah. So having a dampener 
on that. And it, yeah. and a dampener is generally some sort of weighted um, element Object. over it. Yeah, that a you blanket, just hang on it. Yeah, a weighted blanket. Um, they do sell dampers, which are a it's like a um, heavy bag like thing yep. that folds in half over it and usually has some velcro on the middle um something else that i've seen more and more recent is a hitch receiver d-ring mount or yep. soft shackle yep. mount yep. so you'd never ever 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 can i reiterate this ever use a ball no. on your hitch no never never however your hitch is rated to pull pull some weight yep um, yeah. and it, it usually is a good place. So they sell, um, hitch receiver D mount rings and also soft shackle, D, um, mounts for yep. your hitch. Yep. So they're always great to have. You can, they're usually, you know, six to eight inches long. You throw it in the back of your bag yep. and you're good to go. Now with that, I'm going to hitch mounts on built into bumpers are not necessarily are not rated, points. so don't use that. Use the recovery points that are on a bumper. Correct. Because those are actually designed to use the frame. Yeah. Um, but if you have a hitch that's mounted to the frame or you know some strub sub substructure, yeah. then you can use those hitch mm -hmm. um, mount locations. Um, so the, this is something that isn't that common. Um, it is a low distribution ring or block. No. Have you ever seen one? Is, is that where you can use both? Um, they usually look like a triangle of sorts. Yes, yes. Um, and they have a whole bunch of different holes. And what this is used for, say you have a tree further off that you want to snatch block yep. off. And a big tree, it's a big honker, it's a good you know one, what yeah. it is. Um, but you can't. You don't have enough line to go all the way out and then back to somewhere else or yep. back to your vehicle. Um, or you need to pull in a weird way. You can't get your vehicle in there to recover. And you need to pull, say, at a different angle. angle. Yep. Um, this is a, it's a central point. It basically creates a, a pin that you can go in any direction yep. to. Yep. So, but yeah, that's I, a lot of geometry. <clears> and there, that is a very skilled recovery. Yep. Um, do not. Unless you are skilled and know what you're doing, would not recommend that. Yeah, I, so Ed, that's an interesting point because I don't know that I would be. And I've done how many recoveries in my in my life. I don't know that I would be ready to to use that, but I could see where it could come in handy. Yes, um, in a big time. So if you're going to do that, make sure that you get the proper training and and educate yourself. Yeah. to use it. <clears throat> now we've kind of done everything recovery wise that might be in a recovery kit. Okay. There are some things that are more than that that you can use in recoveries. Okay. And a shovel. Yeah. A shovel's perfect for recoveries. Absolutely. You know, dig Got it. some sand. It's good to yeah. you know, make yourself little ramps going out of the hole that you're in. Yeah. It does help. It does. Um, snow. 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 Ramping. It really helps. Yeah. And if you have to take a, a poopy. You can go dig yourself a yes, latrine. You can. <laughs> can dig a hole. But shovels, that's something, you know, even if it's just a small utility shovel that mm -hmm. you keep in there, I think it's a great thing to have on your, yeah. in your recovery area. Um, traction boards. Okay. Have you used them? Um, once. I bent it in half. 
yeah, well, some some are better than others. <laughs> um, but I know I use I had to use one on a truck, mm-hmm. and man, throw that down, it works right out. Yeah, um, I I think they're. They're a valuable thing. Do I think you have to have them? No, because nah. I think there's other things that you can use in replace. But they're, you know, instead of trying to find a piece of wood, it's just trying to find something to yeah. throw down there. Having them in your in your in your back, it, I think it's a good thing. After having to recover that truck, I was like, I got to have one in my Jeep now because mm. how easy was that? Right. It just made everything easy. I'm into easy. I hear that. Um, what about a, a farm jack or a bottle jack or a, yeah, some, absolutely. Some, some sort of jack? Absolutely. Because a recovery doesn't necessarily mean you're stuck. I mean, mm, might mean a flat tire, tire or, yeah. you know, um, um, pop a bead or something. Yeah. Farm jacks, they, they have their purpose. Uh, I don't like them because they're not that safe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you bottle can also. Jacks, I would recommend a lot more. You yes. A small bottle jack. Usually you can pick one up Harbor Freight or something. They're great to. So get a nice block of wood yeah. and your um, farm or a bottle jack, and usually you can prop it up underneath a vehicle on a rock or something of the sort, or use that wood to put the bottle jack on yep. and distribute that load on your on the ground surface. Yep. Um, yep, they're great. I think bottle jacks are a lot safer than farm jacks. So yeah, but uh, yeah, and I <laughs> I agree. But you know, I, you and I've done. I I don't carry my farm oh, jack no, anymore no, you and i've done do. um recoveries using it yes um you know fixing flat tires on the trail etc yeah. um but i don't carry mine anymore because i have all the other gear in there i have my winch mm-hmm. i have other things that i can use for that i have a bottle jack that i don't carry anymore but i probably should throw it back in my um in my jeep but so that's something to think about because it can be used as a winch. Oh, oh, so, if if you want the bee's knees bottle jack, head over to our buddies at Power Tank because they have the Pro, oh, yeah, Pro Eagle, Eagle pneumatic yeah. super bottle jack, super duper whooper. That thing is freaking awesome, man. <laughs> it, it so is. And then I can go down the list of Power Tank stuff, but the tire repair kit that we mm-hmm. mentioned earlier in the show. Oh yeah, that's something you should have Another in there. Another thing. What if a, a sharp rock punctures? What it, it was, uh, um, pa- uh, a patch kit. Sometimes yep. it, it. Everything that we're talking about, please before you put this in your kit, educate yourself. Yes. Um, reach out to us. We can help you. We can direct you. Um, also just go on YouTube, learn about this stuff. But a tire repair patch kit. Say you do get a hole in your sidewall. There are some kits out there, Neil, that will pretty much patch a sidewall. Yes, and get you off the trail. Get you off the trail. They do not recommend you drive it on the road, nope. but it will get you to an access point. Yep. yep. Um, a, just a regular tire plug kit is great. Um, a, if not, even a valve stem remover core tool, yep. some extra valve stem caps, some valve stems. When you're out off-roading, you're going to get mud and grit into your valve stems, and you need to clean them out when you put air in your tires. Yes. Um, there's first aid kit. Ooh. First aid, first kit, aid kit in kit. your recovery bag. You know where it is. So for me, I have my recovery bag and my first aid kit next to each other. Yep. yep. Um, I have a little bit more of an extensive first aid kit now, but mm. 
it, it's something good to have, even if you just have a smaller one, a couple band-aids, this, that, and the other thing. Yep. Um, trail repairs for the, for the person doing the yeah, trail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You gotta have that. I like that. What do you guys carry in yours? Um, I have one last thing. Do you? Oh. Yeah. And this is a cool, fancy thing. It's called a dead man bag. Oh, yeah. So if you're out in a situation. Yeah, I forgot to put that on the list. Yeah. Say in, out on the beach or something of the yeah. sort and you get super stuck. They, they have made these things called dead man bags where you would dig a hole yep. in a specific um, geometry. To be able to brace against the ground or, say, large rocks. Um, and it's a bag that is uh, it's a glorified supermarket bag. <laughs> right, right. And you basically put a giant rock in it or the ground or dirt or sand. Yep. Um, and you need that shovel. Yeah, so definitely. There, there's the shovel coming back into the play. Yeah, there's also land anchors that can land be used. Land anchors, yeah. And, the, and I meant to put that on my list. Don't use a boat anchor. No, because that'll fly. <laughs> in, no, use something <laughs> designed for it. You always get a little comedic relief. Always, always. Um, so if you have something you absolutely have to have in your recovery kit and we didn't put it in there, yeah. let us know. Mm-hmm. You know, send us an email. This is a recovery kit. This isn't limited to any tools, this and no. the other thing. That's your tool bag. That's yep. a different topic. Oh, yeah. We, we, I think we've done a tool bag, but I think we need to revisit that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Talking about recovery, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to learn more about recovery, yeah. you know who you should go talk to? Uh, th- there's f- only one person that our, I would I was go just going to gonna say, our only friends one, yeah. over at Off-Road Consulting. Yeah. Um, Kyle, Kyle Buchter knows Kyle knows his stuff, yeah. man. So up at AOAA, it is worth the travel if you're coming from New York, Ohio, or if you want to get a group of guys together. He does do privates, yep. this, that, and the other thing. Reach out to him. He is certified in more recovery and heavy equipment operating, oh, yeah. uh, rigging, this, that, and the other. He wrote the book on recovery. Yes, for sure. Literally. For sure. So if you want to learn from the guy and learn to do it right, yep. go talk to Kyle um, at Off-Road Consulting. I definitely. Dave Gerard th- throws a flashlight. Immediate oh feedback. Oh my gosh, yeah. Flashlights. Flashlight. Or a hazard sign. Yep. Because your recovery kit sometimes used on the road too. Used on the road. That's a brilliant idea. All right. Where can people find us? Well, you can head over to our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Hit that like, subscribe, follow. Yes, All YouTube particular. the above. We are so close. So close. On our YouTube channel to taking it to that next step. Yes. And All also right. there's great content that's released on the, our YouTube channel all the time. Yep. Get out there, do it. Um, just... You can Google search if you can't find us yeah. or tell tell your friends. Better yet, we want you all to tell a friend about us. Yeah, tell a friend. Tell your Jeep buddy. If everybody tells a friend, I, our downloads will double. Yep. And one, I, one friend, and I know you have one friend out there. One friend at a us. time. Yep. So, Cole, you can let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to ourselves already. Uh, enough. Enough. Much. Well, that's for, uh, for us for this weekend. Uh, next weekend, uh, we might move it forward to Monday. I think we're going to make that call now. Um, it's going to be Monday next week. All right, Monday next week. We'll see everybody there. Jesus, I'm tired. All right. <laughs> Break it, Billy and Jeep and Terry. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody.
thanks everybody for breaking breaking Billy and Break, Jeep. Breaking Billy. Yeah. Breaking Billy. Yeah. Bo- electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Something of the sort.